Hello and welcome to Direct Relief News. I'm your host, Amory Garafanelli. On this episode, dozens of fires are burning across the western United States. In California, wildfires have torched over 3 million acres and blanketed the skies with smoke. In Washington, flames consumed a record 330,000 acres in one day. And in Oregon, more than 10% of the population has been evacuated. Today, we speak with Direct Relief's Head of Emergency Response, Andrew McCullough, about how Direct Relief is responding to the current wildfires as the COVID-19 pandemic continues. Hello? Hey, can you hear me? Hey. No, yeah, I can. Sorry about that. So, wildfires are raging across the Western United States. The COVID-19 pandemic continues Both of these emergencies are urgent. They're happening at the same time. Um, And and there's overlap in terms of the supplies that are needed to respond, Um, like N95 masks, which protect against the virus and an unhealthy air quality. So how does Direct Relief decide how and where to allocate these scarce resources right now? Yeah, so that's exactly right. There's almost not a clear division between wildfires and COVID in the state of California and Oregon and Washington and Arizona as well. In fact, there's 102 wildfires burning across 12 states right now, but California is uh, the majority of that. And it's becoming increasingly hard to distinguish what is being asked for for the fires and what's being asked for for COVID, because as you said, they're very similar. And the, they're compounding, right? So COVID affects the lungs and the respiratory. Um, and now with wildfire smoke, um, that already impacts people with asthma and respiratory issues. On top of that, there's evacuations at a large scale, which leads to uh, people congregating together, which they're trying to avoid in shelters. So most of the time, if they can't get into a hotel room, people are camped out um, in their cars, outdoors, uh, which again, is not where you wanna be uh, in a smoky fire area. Um, So all of these now are mixing together and our response really, we're not even necessarily saying it's a wildfire response or a COVID shipment, it's all combined now. And in fact, even before these fires, COVID is becoming part of the normal. Um, It's just with us now, and it'll be part of what we do going forward. So is there a strain on supplies, though, because of these concurrent emergencies? For sure. There were already, people were already struggling with supplies of PPE. um, And now on top of that, you know, more people than ever are going to need things like N95 masks. But prior to this, obviously, the focus was on getting healthcare worker masks for COVID. That was already hard enough. And now the population, the general population, is going to also need these masks. And, and they should really be the N95 masks, not the surgical masks, which are both now more expensive and harder to come by. 
direct relief has worked over the last six months to really identify good sources of masks, and we we have that now. But um, they're expensive items, and they're more than double the cost that they used to be pre-COVID. So your resources don't go as far, and they're harder to come by. So we've just put in another order today of 500,095 masks uh, because it's a a huge request, as are the same other things that were already in short supply for for COVID, like oxygen therapy, um, things like uh, air purifiers, air scrubbers. It's all all the same things, unfortunately. Mm. And I know that Direct Relief has been in communications with several state and and local public health departments. So what are emergency officials saying right now about their capacity to respond to these wildfires while they're also responding to the pandemic in their communities? Yeah, I think the wildfire response um, apparatus is already stretched as thin as it can be stretched due to the just sheer number of fires that are affecting um, communities, especially across the West, um, they don't have any more resources to throw at it. And then on top of that, it, you don't, there's not a place to put people like there would normally be um, with shelters. So it's all, it's all sort of um, pushing everything sort of to the brink. And even sites that, you know, health centers that we support that are open and not um, in the fire zone, they have employees or staff that have been evacuated. So they can't come into work um, to then help the people that, that need help at their, at their clinic. So it's, um, and I, I think, you know, with COVID, there were already, you know, heavy financial strains on people, families, and um, states and counties. So I think people who have to evacuate you know, already there was a statistic that said about half of uh, the United States doesn't have enough $500 in the bank if they needed to evacuate. And so that's stretched even further with COVID, unemployment, um, and just the financial strains on top of the mental strains of all this. Um, yeah, it's, uh, it's tricky times. The scale of these wildfires is alarming, and we're not even through wildfire season yet. Um, We still have months to go. So how is Direct Relief preparing to sustain both their wildfire response and their response to the COVID-19 pandemic? I think, you know, we've... We've gotten our directly has gotten us into a good place to be able to respond concurrently to multiple large things. Granted, we we do we focus on healthcare, so um, it's you know there's other issues out there, um, but our focus on healthcare. But we put ourselves in a position to to respond to multiple things at once. We have um, great relationships with healthcare providers, with, with suppliers, um, with we, we, we know what's going to be needed. We, we stock it up in advance. Um, and so just, you know, today there'll be like 25 shipments going out to California, Oregon, and Washington. We'll be more over the weekend. Um, we'll be delivering ourselves to a wildfire base camp in Big Sur tomorrow. Uh, where the fire is there's still a fire um, going on that's not well contained yet, the uh, Dolan fire. So, uh, 
you know, this is what we do. And, um, when we're not in, in the crisis, we're, we're working to be ready for when there is one. Thanks for listening to this episode of the podcast. You can find Direct Relief News on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Till next time, I'm Amarika Raffanelli.